Welcome to Orange at the New Browns podcast. Gary from Teen Mom, the OG said, we are the best podcast to listen to while going to the bathroom. Let's get to it, y'all. Welcome, everybody, to another episode that has nothing to do with the Chicago Bulls, the Orange is the New Browns podcast. Here in studio today, myself, KT, and none other than Brian. Brian! I keep doing this (laughs) if you want me to. You can keep doing it as long as you want. Welcome to another podcast of ours. Episode three. Episode three. It might be better than episode three, season eight, Game of Thrones. There's a possibility, but I doubt it. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) I heard we got brown This episode is going to be as good of Danny Targaryen sword fighting against the Night Walkers. White Walkers. What are they called? The Night... Night King, but Night White King, Walkers. The, yeah, Night Walkers. Yeah, she was trash. I mean, we could go Our Walking not Dead trash, on though. this. We can go Walking Dead and call them Walkers. 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 Freaks. So, on that note, Browns News. This is news. our show. Browns News. Browns News. We had a lot go on this week. Did we? A lot. A I lot. heard there's a lot. There's... A bunch of horses. A bunch of horses. Save a horse and ride the cowboy is what they always say here in Texas. Right there on you heard it. You heard it first. Heard it. Here. I heard. Gonna ride my horse down the old town road. Gonna ride till I can't no more. Nice. I know, right? So the Kentucky Derby was this past weekend. Controversial, some would say. I didn't watch it. I don't care. We're not going to talk about it. The most important thing that occurred at the Kentucky Derby, our Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, hung out with the six-time Super Bowl champion, Thomas Brady. Thomas Brady. Thomas Quentin Brady. Were they wearing Uggs? I don't know if that's his real middle name, but I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> Sounds like a guy that would have the name, middle name of Quentin, Thomas Quentin why why would we even be talking about his middle name? Why not? He's he's from Michigan. Uh Michigan. But he does have six rings that Baker held in a commercial. Should commercial. be five. He held five in the commercial. Oh, he held five. I'm and sorry. And Thomas won the six that night. That is true. So what I hope happened was our Baker Mayfield hung out with these New England Patriots, including Thomas Quentin Brady. And by osmosis, by resting on and nuzzling in Thomas Brady's chest, he was able to take his powers and to bring them forth to our Cleveland Browns, where we become 10-time Super Bowl champions, brand-new dynasty of the NFL. I'm ready to start this new dynasty. Uh, On paper, it looks great. Yeah, and we talked about it last week. You want 10 Super Bowls. Do you want them in a row? Yeah, why not? I mean, if we're going to be a dynasty, let's be 
the dynasty of dynasties from the land. Yeah, 10 straight Super Bowls. Ten. Nobody's ever done it. 10! 10! Why, why not us? A 10! This episode is why not? A 10! 10! 10! I give you a freaking 10! Love that movie. You want to go to prom with me? <laughs> it's like my favorite line. Um, <laughs> I got my I scanned my cat. Anyway, um, that's a, that's for another podcast. The uh, the Cleveland Browns have also been hanging out with Thomas Brady. More of them. More Cleveland Browns have been hanging out with Thomas Brady. Who else hung out with Thomas Quentin Brady? Odell Beckham Jr. And what did Odell Beckham have to say? It's not about what he said. It's about what he's wearing, but we'll get back to that in a minute. What did he say? So GQ Magazine did an interview with Odell on his uh, on his just his you know, overall trade and his style. You know, Odell being Odell. And Mr. Odell was, uh, was quoted incorrectly. They didn't have the entirety. So we want to bring that to you first here. This is a break. This is our first break in the news. You ready for this? I'm ready. So Odell was quoted saying, I plan on being in the land. This land is our land. This land is our land. This land is Cleveland for the next five years and trying to bring as many championships there as possible. And that's where people said, well, he wants to be the next New England Patriots. That's what he said. But they forgot one of the largest pieces of his comment. I can't wait to hear it. I didn't hear this. Go so ahead. Odell Beckham Jr. probably said, I'll also listen to Orange is the New Browns podcast as much as humanly possible. End quote. That's what he said probably. I believe it. I don't know why that was not reported. Breaking news. Baker Mayfield. Anyways. My beeps were better. They were. Baker Mayfield just tweeted on a third world country server somewhere in South America, he also listens to the Orange is the New Browns podcast and wants to be on the show. But there is a disclaimer. What's the disclaimer? It could possibly be a scheme. Or scam. Could it be a Nigerian prince? It could be. Oh, my gosh. That's could not be a good. love scheme. That's not good. I mean, we would love for Baker to love the Orange is the New Browns podcast. So, on that note. On it. What else happened with Baker Mayfield this week? Baker Mayfield? He was hung, is what I heard, and not in a sexual way. (laughs) So, our Baker Mayfield, QB1, had a poster put up at the Baltimore Ravens Stadium by none other than Tony said a construction worker out of what city? Cleveland. Cleveland. This gentleman was working on the Baltimore Ravens Stadium. Give him some credit. He is working on an enemy stadium because he's got to provide food for his family. But at that same time, he said, you know what would be a great idea? Hanging QB1 onto the side of the Baltimore Ravens football stadium. So our Baker Mayfield is shining as he will for the next 15 years at that Raven Stadium as we get ready to start this season. Breaking news. The Browns just started hanging Lamar Jackson's photos all over their training facility, 
their locker rooms. Matter of fact, in Freddie Kitchen's mom's living room. Why? Because he's going to start the list of quarterbacks being dominated by the Browns defense in 2019. So Lamar what? Jackson, target number one. Target. Put it on his chest. Get ready. Get your popcorn, as T.O. says, and get ready for the show because it's going to be exciting to watch that front line eat Lamar's lunch. Lunch. Eat it. Eat it. So, Taste it. I think what we should do, because we've been in quarterback misery since 1999, is we need to make a graveyard of the AFC North quarterbacks that we're going to dominate, and we're going to put name by name down onto a tombstone and show the AFC North, we ain't no jokes no more. We're going to make your quarterbacks die as you did ours. Miles Garrett also just tombstone. tweeted, third world country again, don't know what that's about, said, I'll be your huckleberry to Lamar Jackson. Whoa. Whoa. That means Lamar's going to not live for very long. Well, it was a proven fact in the movie that a person died after saying that. Yep. So Great movie, by the way. Awesome. One of the best, if not the best Western in ever history of the world of Westerns. <laughs> John Wayne wasn't even in it. Not only was dead. Baker hanging with Tom Brady, but... Odell Beckham Jr. also was at the Met Gala, also hanging with Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Odell was hanging out with Tom Brady in one of the most interesting outfits in the world that I think I've ever seen by a sports player, other than like Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman it always <laughs> has a great outfit. Like he's, he's in his class of his own. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's going to come in with a wedding dress and a rainbow in his hair. That's what he does. He does that. But Odell came in looking like William Wallace from Braveheart mixed in with Charlie Sheen, Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn from Major League. Wild Thing. He looked like Stone Cold going to Roddy Piper's funeral. Rest in peace. R.I.P. He looked like... Larry the Cable Guy's best friend's wedding. <laughs> I, I wonder what that looked like. It's what Odell looks like. Military boots on, kilt, and a cut-off tuxi tuxedo top. Did you know, underneath this tuxedo, tattooed on OBJ's chest, it says, if you don't wear brown and orange, then... You don't matter. Exactly. You don't matter. So you know what else doesn't matter? What else doesn't matter? Joe Thomas right now. Oh, Joe. Joe. Joe Thomas. What are you thinking? Left tackle. The greatest left tackle in the history, a.k.a. the first lineman in the NFL, said on the NFL Network, congratulations, Joe, by being fully hired by the NFL Network to be an analyst and you know, commentator and all that good stuff. But he said on his first day on the NFL Network, the Browns, our Browns, would go 10-6 and six next year, losing to the Buffalo Bills and the hapless Josh Allen and Jimmy Garoppolo's 49ers. The 49ers? Are we talking about the 49ers? Seriously? We're talking about a team 
that hasn't done anything yet. They had their starter last year go down with an injury. And, Joe, you're predicting we're getting beat by Shanahan's 49ers. Yep. That's what he said. So, he said we're going to go 10-6 and six and make the playoffs. I appreciate that. But his coworker and colleague at the NFL Network, one of my favorite people to watch on Good Morning Football, Nate Burleson. Nate. Predicted. Regulator. Mount up that our Cleveland Browns would be, you know where he said? Where? The AFC Championship this year. Noted. You know who predicted that last week? You did. Yeah. So did I. I predicted it, that we're going to beat the Patriots. Tom Brady's going to go down with the injury, and then we're going to win the Super Bowl against the Rams 31-3. Reminder, everybody, the Browns are winning the Super Bowl for the next 10 years. Put it on your calendar. Mark it down. Miami, we're going to see Baker, Odell, Jarvis, David, Freddie, Jimmy, D, John, and our buddy Antonio Callaway hoist that Lombardi trophy. Did you say Chubb? Nick Chubb. Chubb. Nicky, Nicky, Chubb, Chubb. I don't know about that one. (laughs) So, to finish up our Browns talk real fast, we want to talk about breakouts. Breakouts. 2019 breakouts. We saw a breakout last year with our quarterback, Baker Mayfield, QB1. Breakout. 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 So, the Peyton Manning. The Peyton Manning. The quarterback Jesus of the NFL. Yes. He might be the quarterback God. Aaron Rodgers might be the quarterback Jesus. (laughs) His rookie year, he played 16 games. Maybe yards he threw for? How many? 3,763. That's quite a bit for 16 games. How many did Baker do in 16 games? He didn't play 16 games. That's right. He did it in 13 and a half. With 3,725 yards. Duly noted. Peyton threw 26 touchdowns. Only 26. What did Baker do? He Two, broke the record. Seven. 27 touchdowns. He broke the record that was tied with Russell Wilson and Peyton Manning. Good company to be in. They're Manning? in his company now. They're, he's the company. He's the company. He's hosting it. Write the check and say, Baker Mayfield, just put that in the oven with 27. So the remainder of Peyton Manning's stats, 28 interceptions, a 71.9 rating, and a 56.7 percentage completion rate. Baker, 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, a 95.1 rating, and a 64.6 percentage completion percentage. We are seeing the birth, the second coming of the quarterback God. It's going to be great. We're going to see breakouts from Odell Beckham because he's going to have a quarterback who can throw to him longer than Odell can throw that he did for the Giants. Because Odell had the two longest throws in Giants uh, for the Giants season last year. Did you know that? Yes. Isn't that nuts? The wide receiver had longer throws than Eli Manning. (laughs) During that week, didn't he have, like, one of the most touchdowns as a non-quarterback? Yeah. So we have Odell Beckham Jr., who's going to have a breakout year with our Cleveland Browns. Be excited to see him score 20 to 22 touchdowns. We're going to see Jarvis Landry throwing and catching touchdowns. We're going to see Nick Chubb running him in. I think we're going to see one of the biggest breakouts from our tight end, the chief, David Njoku. He's going to be a big breakout. Think about it. He has Antonio Callaway. He's got it. Holiday Higgins. Open field. Hollywood Higgins. 
Odell Beckham, Jarvis, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, potentially Duke Johnson, all on the field with him. Who's going to cover him? Nobody. The slowest guy on the team. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. So, David Njoko, I see him being a pro bowler this year with 1,200 yards, 10-plus touchdowns, and him winning the Super Bowl in the second quarter while we go up 31-3 to and put in our four stringers. That's what I see. Well, I'm going to say my breakout player is going to be Nick Chubb. Here's the reason, okay? He's got a lot to prove. One, he already proved in the short amount of time that if he gets a hole – and breaks it, it's going to be 92 and a TD. Boom. On that note, with all the weapons that are spread out out in the air, you're going to have a guy that's going to be able to pound the ball all day long, and they're not going to stop him. What happens when the defense is spread? Big holes. Big holes. Big chub holes. Big chub holes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like something that's on late night television. Skinamax. <laughs> so, our Cleveland Browns look to have a breakout season. I predict them going 12-4, and four, making it to the AFC Championship, beating the New England Patriots and starting our dynasty this year. Nate Burleson said we're going to make it to the AFC, cha- AFC Championship. I'm looking forward to that greatly. But today is not just about the Cleveland Browns. Today is definitely not just about the next AFC North champions. Nope. It's about the American League Central champions, Cleveland Indians. Go Tribe. Cleveland Indians. Go Tribe. So, our tribe, we've uh, we've had some injuries, you know? Scary injury of them all has got to be Kluber. Kluber had a line drive to his arm, and it broke his arm. Broke, broke it. it. Broke I, it. I honestly thought Corey Kluber was a robot. I thought so, too. So, he was a Klubot. I thought he truly was a robot. I didn't know he had bones. You know, I just thought he was a well-oiled machine season after season. Unfortunately, we found out. Two-time winner, Cy Young. For the Cleveland Indians. Are Cleveland Indians. This guy threw some stinky cheese out, then it got hit back at 102 miles per hour, right on the forearm, snap, crackle, pop, goodbye forearm, Kluber down. Ow. Why couldn't he move like the guy from the Tigers did the other day, like he was in the Matrix and avoided getting hit in the neck or face or chest? Why didn't we have that? You're you're part robot, Corey. <laughs> Matrix it, bro. Right. Now, did he take the red pill or the blue pill that day? I don't know. He right. just needs to update his software, apparently. Come on, Corey. Speaking of the Matrix, real fast. Okay. Keanu Reeves. Keanu. Keanu. He's you know why I like Keanu Reeves? Why do you like Keanu Point Reeves? break. Point break. Point break. Okay. You know who he was? Johnny Utah. QB1 from the Ohio State University. University. You ever watch The Replacements? Again, Keanu Shane Reeves. Falco. QB1, the Ohio State University. That's why I like Keanu Reeves. The dude's legit. 
Talk about the Matrix. That dude should teach Corey Kluber how to do the bend. <laughs> how to do the little bendy. Come on, Keanu, come to town. You like playing quarterback for our Buckeyes. Help us pull off the Matrix. Exactly. Because I don't I don't want Lawrence Fishburne. I don't want him. Maybe maybe Keanu can fix our pitching woes. I think he can. Our pitching woes are very constant right now. We have Carrasco out. We have Clevenger who's out. We have Bieber who's struggling. We have Kluber who has a broken arm. And we have Bauer who is either a major league ace or a major league joker. And that's it. Gioletto, Lucas Gioletto, came in the other day for Kluber. Gioletto. Who? Gioletto. What? Lucas. Lucas. He pitched eight great innings until, of course, on another topic, our offense. We'll talk about that in a second. But But did he win? No. He didn't win? No, we lost it. What was the score? 2-0. Oh, no. It was a sad day. But then we won two in a row, so I don't know. Yesterday, we only played five and a half innings in one. Pretty good game. That was like a Little League game. Well, Reminds me of an Indians team 25 years ago. <laughs> Do y'all want to hear the story again? No, no. you don't. You don't even care. You already, if you want to hear that story, go, back go to listen that. to an episode about... Episode one. About potato salad. Potato salad. Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens. Let's do this. Okay. So our pitching yo our pitching woes could be fixed. You know how? How? There is a left-handed Cy Young pitcher in free agency named Dallas Keiko Keiko from the Houston Astros that could be and should be paid to be our new ace. So why is he not? Let's ask management. Cleveland Indians management. There is Dallas from Houston. It's an oxymoron. He's got a beautiful beard too. He does. It, it's like it's like Baker Mayfield's beard, but just thirty-one years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. The dude knows how to grow facial hair. I mean, it's well oiled. It's beautiful. Why not? Corey Kluber had a nice beard when he grew it out, but now we can pick up somebody that already has one who's left-handed. What's the number one thing that you need in the bullpen? A beard. A beard, but not just any beard. A left-handed beard, a.k.a. Randy Johnson, the big unit. The big unit. That guy was scary. That's what we need to do. What we have a problem with is our ownership, the Dolans. Dolan. Who screwed over the Indians multiple years. Dolan. Dolan. Whose brother... Has screwed over Knicks fans forever. Dolan. That will not pay. Dolan. Players. Dolan. To come to Cleveland. Dolan. And win the World Series. Dolan. In the 90s and early 2000s, we were not a mid-market major league team. We were the best franchise in all of baseball. Unfortunately, we didn't win a World Series in that era, but we had players and we had the longest streak of home sellouts in major leagues. Fact. So why don't you dip into those big old pocketbooks, Dolan? Dolan. And Dolan out 
Dolan. Dolan out and some dollars, bro. Dole out those dollars. You have a coach that you've signed for three or four more years with Tito Francona who can get production out of all kinds of players. He's had a coach, Manny Ramirez. He's had a coach, John Damon. He's had a coach, Jason Veritek, Dustin Pedroia, David Ortiz. He's won World Series with the Red Sox. Got rid of the curse. Got rid of the curse. Let him get rid of our curse. I mean, we he brought the bloody sock from Kurt Schilling to Cleveland. That was lies. Kurt Schilling, you're lies, bro. <laughs> you put paint on your sock just to have it like, oh, let's keep going to his ankle. Tired of that trash. Anyway, let Francona get players and get performance out of them. We Dole have it ownership. out, Dolan. Dole it out. Dole it out. Dole it out. Those dollars, Dolan. Your brother screwed over the Knicks. And you're pissing off Indians fans since 2002. Exactly. You changed the damn field name to Progressive Field. The Prague. This is Jacobs Field, bro. Jacobs. This is the greatest baseball stadium in the major leagues. Jacobs Field. Change it. First step, pay some players. Second step, change the name back to Jacobs Field. Third step, World Series. We need to pay some players. Bring in Dallas Keuchel. Who else could we bring in? You know what? Let's trade for Giancarlo Stanton out of the New York Yankees. That's a big trade. You know why? Make a splash. John Dorsey just came out with a breaking news tweet from a third world country again. Third world. Third world. I don't know what it is about a third world country and the Cleveland Browns being there. Um, he said for Dolan to hit him up at lunch in Cleveland. Give him a shout. He'll give him some advice on how to make that trade to happen. Just let John Dorsey make the trade. John Dorsey just tweeted it again. Tweet. Orange is the new Browns podcast has got everything right today. Everything. Everything. John Dorsey listens us to to us directly from his helicopter that he just flies around in looking at football players all over the world. He got the Scottish punter. You see that? The Scottish hammer? The Scottish hammer. That dude was playing at Arkansas, Arkansas Pine Bluff. He thought when he came to the United States that the state was called Arkansas. Arkansas. And, it, I mean, honestly, it should be because it's – A-R, Kansas, R, Kansas, <laughs> Arkansas. You you don't know how to talk, you don't have any teeth, and you don't wear shoes. But you gave us the Scottish punter, so thank you. I just think that if we had some ownership that would put money into this team, I don't care if we get the old my, my, the Florida Marlins owner who bought World Series, at least those fans can say, hey, we got two World Series. And we beat the Cleveland Indians. One, we got screwed that year. Yeah, 97, let's redo it. Let's bring all the players back. One inning, let's see if we can win that game. And Jose Mesa, you get to sit the bench. Sit down, Jose. Bye. I'm tired of you, bro. Breaking news. What do we got? Another tweet. This time, Mike Hargrove, the third from South Dakota, tweeted, if they had him as the general manager of the Cleveland Indians, World Series 2019 champs, period. 
That's Boom. what it says. Mike Hargrove was one of the best coaches of all time. When he played, his nickname, do you know what his nickname was? What was his nickname? The Human Rain Delay. He took as much time as he could at the plate. That guy was the reason the brawl occurred against the Texas Rangers and the Cleveland Indians in the in the 70s on Dime Beer Night. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> Look it up. So, hashtag, I think ha- we got a hashtag moment. Ha- hashtag. I'm going to hashtag this. Hashtag hashtag general manager for the Indians, Mike Hargrove. Sign him today. Let him and Terry bounce some information off each other. Get the Stanton trade by the pitcher Dallas from Houston. Boom. Oxymoron again. Let's do it. I don't see why not. You know, it worked in the major leagues to have a bunch of – the major league movie to have a bunch of, like, nobody players winning the pennant. But this ain't the movies, bro. Brad Miller came on and spoke about something the other day. What did he talk about? He talked about the Cleveland Indians don't want to play the good players. They don't want to pay the good players? Both. So, let me read Brad Miller's information to y'all, if you missed it. If you missed it, this this might be breaking news. Breaking news. To you guys. To you. The breaking news about Brad Miller, Bradley Miller says Brad Miller after he got hurt Brad Miller Indians do not want to play the best players on this he says I quote they acknowledge that it wasn't fair but I'm just a player I go out there and play my hardest and play for the guys next to me obviously they don't want the best guys up there I'm trying to take it somewhere else and see what I've got. That's what Brad Miller said about being designated for assignment. Mm. Makes me very concerned about what's going on. I don't know if this is a Tito. I don't even know who Brad Miller is. Brad Miller is a utility man, you know, took a shot at the team, which I don't necessarily believe it was at the the He sounds like a bitter Betty right now. Yeah, but bitter Betty. Hey, I'm I'm bitter Betty right now. We're struggling on offense. We are struggling. It's like we need our players to have one of those moments like Serrano did in the movie Major League and just say, F you, Jobu, I'll do it myself as he smacks a curveball way over the wall into the bleachers and rounds the bases with his bats. We need our players to step up and start acknowledging that they're in a slump. Let me read you something. Go for it. This is this is coming from an individual that played baseball for years. His name is Mookie Wilson. Mookie. Mookie Wilson, outfielder from the New York Mets back in the 80s and 70s. He had the best quote about being in a slump. Go for it. He says, when I'm in a slump – I comfort myself by saying, if I believe in dinosaurs, then somewhere they must be believing in me. And if they believe in me, then I can believe in me. And then I bust out of my slump. Love it. Believe in those dinosaurs, Indians. J-Ram, Jose Ramirez, the GOAT. Start believing 
that the dinosaurs believe in you and knock yourself out of that slump. It brings up a, a song, you know. Do you know which song I'm thinking of? Nope. I believe I can fly. No, I, I wouldn't go there. Oh, okay, maybe not. Yeah, you don't want to go with R. Kelly right now. Not a, <laughs> not, a, not a good move right there. Not a good move. Hey, speaking of R. Kelly, and just the song that was that song was in Space Jam. Space Jam 2. Did you see what's happening? No. LeBron James can't get anybody to the act in the movie with him. <laughs> Who would have thought that? So is he going to call Muggsy Bowes? I don't Charles so. Barkley? No. Is he going to call Larry Johnson Grandma? No. Is he going to call Sean Bradley? No. From the original Space Jam to come play for him in Space Jam 2? Heard that somebody wants to play with him, and that's Tyron Lue. He doesn't want to. He walked away. He walked away. He said, eh, if I don't get to pick my coaches, I'm going to walk away. But enough about that. <laughs> Let's talk about ownership. Dolan. We had the Jacobs in the 90s. Dolan. Dolan, you've ruined what the Jacobs provided to us fans, which is a winning team, a productive team, an exciting team from start to finish. We had the longest streak of home sellouts in the Major League Baseball ever. Fact. We would sell out the Detroit Tigers games and make them home games during that era. They literally painted over the Detroit sign with Chief Wahoo. Boom. Long live the Chief. We need the Dolans to sell back to the Jacobs and for the Jacobs to put money into this team and let's go. Let's go win this World Series. I feel like that the Dolans are there to make money off of these fans any way possible by providing the most somewhat mediocre product that they can to make as much money as possible. We got lucky in 2016 making it to the World Series because oh. we didn't have a pitching staff that should have carried us into the World Series. Drones. We had one drone take out tr uh, <laughs> Trevor Bauer, and we had Cora Kluber trying to win the World Series all by himself. We weren't supposed to be there. Damn proud of that team. And I feel like that if we put a little bit more money into this organization, that 2016 team could turn around and it would be one of the most productive teams offensively and defensively that any, any major league team could put out. And we would actually close out the playoffs and close out the World Series, hoisting it up. But you got to put more money in to get more production out. That's my opinion. Why don't we call out a celebrity right now to buy the team? And Drew I Carey. Know not even Drew Carey. Why not? Here's the reason why. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland does rock. But Who do you I'm want? calling out Brad Paisley. You're no. a headlining country music star no and he neat and he's a massive browns fan massive cleveland fan we need him to step up and purchase that team i'm gonna say that's gonna be a no for me dog because i don't like Brad Paisley. i don't like any country music star other than johnny cash she's dead ghost of johnny cash or hey joaquin phoenix by the indians Buy him out. LeBron James. 
by the Indians. You got the money. You, you're, you're, you're supposedly in love with our city. Put the money into the Indians. Let us win a World Series. Then, in February 2020, we'll have the Browns hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. Let's have the year of champion, the city of champions. Let's do this, Cleveland. LeBron, retire from the NBA and buy the Cleveland Indians right now. You can. You can do it. He's got the money. He can. He can win. He can buy the Indians, put the money into the team, win the World Series, sell them for a profit, and then buy a basketball team that he wants to buy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do mean, it. It's real simple. Why the not? Cavs will be for sale soon. Why not? So. Let's do it. Buy the Indians. Do it. Then buy the Cavs. Do it. And do then. It. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I just don't understand why we can't provide the protection that we can't as a team and management ownership provide the monetary needs to put a more productive unit onto the field. And I'm not talking about the G unit. I'm not talking about 50 Cent and his crew. I'm not talking about an old school Randy Johnson. I am talking about bringing in Dallas Keuchel, making a large trade, and winning the whole effing thing. Well, that's our show for the day. We'd like to give a special shout-out. Let's start with Brian. This weekend, especially Sunday, is Mother's Day. Mother's and Day! I would like to thank a couple of people in my life, especially our mom. Because she, uh, not only did she, when she birthed you, she realized she needed to improve so I came next. <laughs> so since that, thank you, Mom, for having me second and realizing I'm the better son. She knows it. She said it. You just have to admit it, bro. It just happens. And additionally, to my wife, Molly, who is the mother of my two beautiful children, uh, she does an amazing job helping to raise and to guide our kids to make the best choices and to be themselves. So thank you so much, and thank you for tolerating me. I know I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a lot to handle. A lot. A lot to handle. I'm handsome, too, but you are an amazing wife, an amazing mother. Happy Mother's Day. KT, what do you got to say? Well, I'd like to give a shout-out to our mom, obviously. Mom, thank you for creating the best Orange is the New Browns podcast brothers duo ever. Duo. Ever. And... Dastard. And to my wife, Kimberly, who is now, not only is she a mother to my daughter from a previous marriage we won't talk about, but is now conceiving our first child very soon to be another fan of the Orange is the New Browns podcast. Thank so, you, Kimberly, for being my rock, my guide, and the mother of my children. We love you. Happy Mother's Day. So, KT here is expecting his second child. And so, as we introduce you guys to us and our families, what we want to do, when's your baby going to be due? October? October. October. We're going to have a Twitter poll where you get to name the baby. Boom. <laughs> we That's what we, might we value not, our fans that much. We might not actually use the name, but we will use the name during the podcast yeah so the baby's name will be what you name it 
legally and on our podcast. It's just going to happen. It's not going to happen. Legally bounding. It's it's just there. So I feel like that's the greatest thing we could do for our fans is let them name your upcoming child. And I'm glad that you and Kimberly have allowed that. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen, but, but that this is, is our, our show. show. <laughs> have a great day, week, month, year. Go Browns! Go Browns! And go Tribe. We out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Orange is the New Browns podcast. We really appreciate you guys stopping by and listening to our show. But please, go out to any platform that you're listening to, like, share, and rate especially on Apple Podcasts, five stars, we hope, to get our podcast some even more exposure. Thanks again for listening, and have a great one.